0: Welcome to the Simplify Jesus Podcast. We're your hosts, Matt Gunter and Bill Allen, and together we are breaking barriers through communication. Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to Simplify Jesus. We're excited to be here on this uh, rainy day, actually, while we're recording this. That hasn't happened in a while.
1: Yeah, it's been a little dry around here. It seems to have a little rain shower.
0: Yeah. yeah, so if y'all hear any thunder in the background, uh, that's why. So, we're, we're excited about it. So... Let's jump into where we left off last week with Jacob and Esau, his brother. Twin brothers, born of Isaac and Rebekah. Esau was the firstborn of the two, and Jacob was the younger. You know, by what, probably minutes, I guess? Yeah, if that. And, uh, but even before their birth, uh, God told Rebekah that the older would serve the younger. So, kind of setting things up right from the get-go. But through a crazy series of events and and a lot of trickery involved and a lot of manipulation, uh, Esau ended up giving up his birthright to Jacob. And then on top of that, Jacob stole his blessing from his dad. So Esau's anger, understandably, was boiling over, which in turn made Jacob eager to run away from the family and uh, get away from that whole situation that he caused yeah <laughs> so um isaac then sent jacob to haran to find a wife and uh that's where we pick up today
1: so so isaac sends him sends him on to haran um which is interesting uh something that we talked about just a couple weeks ago was how Abraham sent his servant to go find a wife for Isaac. Um, and now Isaac's giving Jacob the same command, except he's sending his son there to to go find a wife for himself. Instead of the servant. <laughs> yeah, instead of the servant. Right, exactly. He's gonna go he's gonna go pick out his own lady this time. So Jacob goes and when he gets to Haran, um, or Haran, he meets some shepherds out in the fields who are pretending to the sheep as they do. And he gets there and he asks them if they know Laban. So if you remember from the story of the servant, uh, who went to go find Rebecca, Laban is Rebecca's brother. So when the servant went, he found Rebecca, um, said, okay, you're the woman that God sent me to find. And they went to Laban and Laban was really
0: heavily involved in that. So was so he the one that said, uh, you know, this is a message from God or this is from God. We have no choice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Th- yeah. That's
1: the one. Okay. And so, uh, so when Jacob gets there, um, he's, he immediately asks for Laban because Laban would know, be familiar with the story, would know who Rebecca is. And the favoritism involved, that's who he wants to connect with anyway, somebody <laughs> connect to Rebecca. It's
0: all about relationships,
1: yeah. That's right. Um, and so he gets there, he asks them if they know Laban. And um, the shepherds that he ran across did know him. And they actually pointed in the direction of one of Laban's daughters who just so happened to be coming by. Uh, named rachel and she was actually leading her sheep down uh down into the fields as well down towards the water well so that they could get water for the day um so, so, if, so this is rebecca's
0: niece then
1: this would be yes this would be rebecca's niece right. yeah okay. um, just
0: keeping it in the family that's right
1: uh and jacob and esau's cousin right yeah um so he's there talking to the shepherds and you know i I love the the funny little details that get included in the Bible. Um, sometimes we just read over them because we're reading it like it's the Old King James manuscript or whatever. But but there's funny little details in there, right? So so Jacob's talking to the shepherds. As he's talking to him, he basically tells them, "Look, just ignore me. I act like I'm not here. I'm here to see Laban. Um, you know, don't don't worry about me. Just let the let the sheep do what they do. You've got a job to do. Don't worry about me." So so the shepherds told him, "Well, hey." you know, we can't let them get a drink. We can't really let them do anything until all of the sheep are here and the stone was rolled away off the well. And so Rachel comes in with her sheep and all of a sudden, somehow Jacob has this big burst of energy and wants to be in the middle of attention and the middle of everything. And he goes to move the stone away from the well. Now I don't know how big this stone was, but I'm going to imagine it's a pretty good size. Like they take multiple guys to move it usually, but you know, it kind of scratch your head. Like, I wonder, I wonder who he was, uh, who he was trying to show off for there, hmm. very first sign that he's super into Rachel. He sees her coming. All of a sudden he's got, he's got super strength. He's got to go show off for his lady. And so Jacob tells Rachel who he is. And, uh, she wants to go tell the family, the good news that they had fallen for each other. That, um, that was quick. Yeah. It takes no time <laughs> at all. I mean, this is not, not unlike when the servant went to meet Rebecca, right? They met at the well. She said the few words he was looking for and Boom. There you go. And it wasn't even for him. Right, and not even for him. Yeah, meet, something about meeting at the well. I think you may have something there with that whole bar uh, I told you it's the analogy. bar, man, yeah. <laughs> this is where people go to meet. And,
0: something about meeting women while you're drinking something. <laughs> or somebody's drinking something. Yeah. So uh,
1: so here, here's where the story gets interesting. They get back to Laban's place. Confirms, okay, yeah, you're Rebecca's son. We're relatives. We're family. Which, again, this is kind of a weird. It's a different time where you're... In a relationship with relatives. Um, there were fewer
0: people to pick from. Don't judge. That,
1: that's it, right? <laughs> and, and like we talked about last time, there are. it would be super complicated if they married with the Canaanites they were around. So they, they, had, to stick, they had to somewhat keep it in the family there. So Jacob and Laban come up with this agreement that he's going to stay there and he's going to work for seven years in exchange for Rachel to be his wife. And when they did this, you know, Jacob had already been working there a little bit. And so Laban didn't want to just have free labor. He said, okay, what, what can we do? Let me have your daughter as a wife. Different time, different age. That's how they did it back then. But Laban agreed and it seemed like everything is going well.
0: Y'all remember, this is the guy that said, this must be from God. We have no choice but mm-hmm. to send Rebecca. Right. Away with the servant. So where it gets interesting.
1: It makes me wonder if there was a little brotherly, sisterly love there. Like,
0: oh, no, this is from
1: God. Sister needs to go away.
0: Uh, maybe, Or there was some love-hate relationship. Oh, this is from God. Sister, you got to go. Yeah. Same thing. You don't get it. Just different (laughs) motives. That's right. That's right.
1: Uh, but, But to your point, he acknowledged, hey, this is divine intervention here. And so he recognized it then, but it doesn't seem like he recognized it here. So... There's a little bit of a hiccup in the family situation. Uh, Laban had another daughter who was older than Rachel, and her name is Leah. So they get to the end of the seven years of service. Um, Jacob did what he said he was going to do, and he rightfully went to Laban and said, May I have my wife? Your daughter is my wife. And Laban agreed. So everything's looking good. They have a big celebration for the wedding. Jacob goes up to his room. Laban brings one of his daughters to consummate the marriage, right? Um, but the only problem is that Jacob apparently didn't realize it until he woke up. It wasn't Rachel. Uh, he spent way Jacob.
0: too much time at the well that night. The, <laughs> he was drinking something. something. <laughs> something's all right. Something's all
1: right. And that that part of the story to me is the part that I'm like, how did that happen? How did he not know? Lots of wine. <laughs> and and he's now married to Leah, right? So you know in in today's culture, this may not be looked at this way, but in that day and age, when you consummate the marriage, you consummate the marriage you're you're married to this person, yeah you know, that just kind of shows the importance that that God puts on sex and sexuality and relationship and all that stuff what what his intention was so anyway that that aside he wakes up, Leah's next to him, and he realizes this is not what I thought I signed up for, so he goes and confronts Laban, and Laban's only explanation is that it's not their custom to marry the younger daughter before the older.
0: Now, I wonder where Rachel was in all this. Was she kind of sitting back saying, no, please don't, don't send my sister. and Or did she drink just as much and she didn't know what was going on? Who knows? Right. Well, yeah, I
1: hadn't even thought about that, but she's there. I mean, they're all living in the same house. Mm -hmm. Or was it dad said that this is how it's going to be, so this is how it's going to be? Or was she just trashed and
0: didn't know any better? who knows <laughs> she, we, she passed out in the other room we may never know
1: <laughs> you know and in laban's explanation if you look at it in the context of the the culture and the history and all that stuff the firstborn always does everything first um that's just how they did things so it makes sense but that's not what jacob signed up for it's not his fault that leah didn't get married in that seven years so understandably he's frustrated he's confused um but laban wheeling indiana as he does He makes a deal. He says, okay, look, Uh, after the week-long celebration of of their marriage, he agrees that for another seven years, he'll give Rachel to him so that he can have another wife. And Jacob, I mean, his hands are tied at this point. The girl that he fell in love with isn't his wife. He still wants her. So he reluctantly agrees and continues to work for Laban for now his second wife. Um, So 14 years of
0: service for these two ladies. You know, it just goes to show that even though you're a man of God, you know that Laban said, "This was from God. You've got to go, Rebecca." Talking about his sister. I mean, you're always going to make the right decisions. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you're not. You're not always going to make the honorable
1: choice. Um, and so, as a word of comfort, none of us are perfect. <laughs> and caution. And caution. None of us are perfect. So, so now Jacob has um, both of these, both of these women as his wives, and. Or something that's very important in that culture is uh is kids and so leah starts having kids before rachel in fact she has four kids uh, before anybody else comes onto the scene so her first four are reuben simeon levi and judah
0: remember that there will be a quiz yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> so rachel is barren at this point she's unable to have kids and Something that was, I guess, not completely uncommon is she gave her maidservant or her nurse, Billa, to Jacob so that she could have kids for her. And she has Dan and Naphtali. Now, if that sounds familiar, that's exactly what Abraham and Sarah did with Hagar when they were trying to kind of force God's hand, And that's how we had Ishmael come onto the scene.
0: They just don't learn from history, do they?
1: I know. If you don't study your history, you're doomed to repeat it. That's right. It's in the Bible. Um, <laughs> so... Rachel's nurse, Bella, has now given Jacob a couple of kids, Dan and Naphtali. So then Leah gets jealous, and so she says, okay, well, fine. Here's my nurse, my maid servant, Zilpa, and she starts to have kids, and she has Gad and Asher.
0: There's a lot of kids going on. Yeah. So you know, now, there's a lot of kids. There's a lot of names being thrown around. <laughs> if you're not following, hit the 10-second back button a couple times. You'll you'll catch up. That's right, and these names are important. We'll come back to that in a minute, but these, <laughs> name, these names mean something.
1: So then... So then it's back to Leah again. Um, she's she's dealing with this. And just as a side note, can you imagine being Leah in this situation? Is she was the first wife and from day one was not wanted. Yeah. You know,
0: j- just, I can't even fathom that. But she's still part of the relationship. She can't get out. And she's still having all these kids. That's right. And that's that's gotta be a miserable life. Knowing yeah. that her sister is the one that he wanted. And she's the one he's actually in love with. But they're mm-hmm. still having all these kids. Right.
1: Well, and in fact, if you dive into some of the names of these kids, a lot of them have, have to do with, you know, God has blessed me in my suffering. Like, they're they're those kinds of names because she's so upset by this. And so we come back around to Leah. She's got a couple more kids. Uh, she has Issachar and Zebulun. Um, I'm glad you're saying all these names. I don't know that <laughs> I can pronounce them all. I had to practice a lot before I got here. <laughs> And then finally, after Leah and the nurses have had all of these kids, uh, Rachel finally conceives and has a child and names him Joseph. So at this point, if you've kept up with us, there's 11 kids. Jacob has 11 kids at this point between four different wives. It's crazy. Four um, wives. Yeah. No, just no. All I can say is. Um, <laughs> There is a reason that God designed us to be one man, one woman, and
0: it would be, uh, it's just better that way. <laughs> Bring on the jokes. I got one wife. I don't even like her. You know, I, you know, there's always people that say that kind of stuff. I love my wife. I'm not saying that about my wife. Me too. I just don't want more than one.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right. I love my wife as well, but if we were
0: designed to be one to one. Don't tell the Mormons that. Oh, continue. <laughs> I <like it. laughs> So
1: after they have all of these kids, and Jacob is finally ready to head back home with his wives and kids, back to the land of Canaan, the what will one day be called the promised land. And so he and Laban work out a deal where all of the sheep that are um, speckled and spotted will go with Jacob and all the others would stay with Laban. Now,
0: Always trying to get the best deal.
1: Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. And and so it's it it does show a little bit of something with Laban that he's willing to work out a deal. Because remember, Jacob's been working with him for at least 14 years and probably longer than that at this point so laban's willing to give him something but only the speckled and spotted ones right well and that's important
0: because aren't we in have we reached yet or was it always from the beginning uh the time of you know sacrifices the the or was that a moses on up that thing? was more moses okay. forward okay. so
1: we see some of that with abraham um but it's not an official okay. institution yeah The idea behind this deal they made is that those that were, those that had imperfections would go with Jacob. Um, And since they were all Laban's to begin with, anything that he gives Jacob is a good thing, but Laban would keep all the very best ones, all the pure ones, so to speak. What actually ended up happening, though, was the stronger sheep ended up being those that were speckled and spotted. And the good-looking sheep were the ones that weren't so great. And there's some, there's a cool story. we, We won't dive into it right now, but of how, Um, Jacob laid out different like tree branches and stuff in the water and he laid it out in front of the strong ones that they ended up being speckled and spotted and, um, but not the weaker ones and they ended up being the pure ones. So just, you know, it's weird how God does things sometimes. Uh, it's cool. It's cool how it all works. So Laban had already double crossed Jacob before. Jacob knew that and it looks like it's happening again. So Jacob, he says, all right, I'm done. I'm not getting double-crossed. I'm not going to get stuck here. And at a moment's notice, he takes off with all of his family. Takes only the speckled and spotted sheep, just like you said. They just happen to be the strong one. And uh, Laban catches up to him. They make a covenant, you know, kind of make up, make peace with each other. And they end up going
0: their separate ways. So was was Laban feeling bad? And he said, oh, you know what? I got to go ch- catch this guy and see what I can do to make things better. I think he was mad. I, I, he was he was upset because um, they left because they left at a moment's notice. Gotcha. Yeah,
1: and and he made a claim that um, some of his household idols were taken with them. Hmm. Um, turns out that Rachel took them, and that never really got found out. as captured in the Bible that that she took them, but it, Laban never figured that out. And so he kind of used that as his excuse to go catch them. But he he was mad. He thought he got he had been double crossed by Jacob. Which the history of these two separate from each other. It proves that um, they're both capable of it. They yeah. were, you yeah, know, what goes around comes around, right? Um, right? Jacob tricks Esau out of his stuff
0: and now Laban's getting him. So, yeah. so, so, he's mad. Mm-hmm. They left probably in the middle of the night or something like that. Right. At you know, a moment's notice, it says, mm-hmm. but then when he gets there, they decide to make a covenant and, All right, you just mm-hmm. take care of my girls. We're good. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah they kind of, the, the road, somewhere along the road, they like set up a, a stone that was a marker to remind them uh, essentially of that, that we're at peace with each other. Not we're, I think, I think what it says is we're not going to cross the stone if we're in anger with the other person. Hmm. Um, okay. So kind of some little boundaries stuff and stuff
0: there. Can I set up a thing like that at my door of my office? And if you're <laughs> angry with me, you can't come in? That's right. I'll that... <laughs> put a stone right there. Smiling faces
1: <laughs> only. <laughs> I like it. I need one of those at my office too. That's right. um, <laughs> That's right. So what's interesting here, You know, one of the things we like to do every week is talk about what else was going on in the world. Well, this week you look at the 11 kids that, that Jacob had with these wives uh, of his. Um, those names, if they ring a bell, that's because they are the heads of the 12 tribes of Israel. So um, there are a couple of exceptions. Uh, one is that Benjamin hasn't been born yet. So he is born in the land of Canaan. Um, and that's actually Rachel dies in childbirth with Benjamin. Spoilers. So, yeah, we'll come around to that one. Uh, hey, actually, before we
0: jump into that, can yeah. you back up? So you you said the, 12, the heads of the 12 tribes of yeah. Israel. What does that mean?
1: So these are the heads of the 12 tribes of Israel. So throughout Israel's history, especially from Moses forward, each of the tribes has kind of their own characteristics, their own roles in in the nation of Israel. So uh, for example, the Levites are the priests, um, and that's the line that Moses and Aaron come from. And so those are the guys that keep up with the sacrifices and the temple and all that kind of stuff um, throughout the history of Israel. Uh, Judah, there's a lot of prophecies about Judah because the, the kingdom, the kingship comes through the line of Judah, um, starting with David um, and all the way down to Jesus. And so, so those are two of the more well-known ones, but each of the 12 tribes has their own role in the nation of Israel and kind of what they're known for, so to speak. They coexisted in Israel, not unlike the United States. We're all separate states, but we're all part of the same nation. Um, even though sometimes these days it doesn't seem like it—that's <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, and and they end up a divided nation too down the road. Another uh, spoiler alert. But but this here, the, these eleven kids uh, plus Benjamin Sudakum are are the original twelve. Okay. Um, so so that that this is their origin
0: story. Obviously, Israel is not a thing yet. But right. They're. The 12 kids are making that up, right, which in turn Abraham is the father of Israel,
1: right? right? Right, this, yeah. So, this is Abraham's father of Israel. You can say the father of many nations, right? Because he's got these 12 are going to be like their own separate tribes uh within the nation, um and so this that's all of that coming back around. And then
0: these 12 are going to have many kids, and then those <laughs> kids are going to have many kids. And here we are today, and, and here we are today, right? <laughs> and Abraham is what's the song? What's the Veggie song? Uh Oh, gosh. Uh, come on, third grade Sunday school teacher. Oh, I, the, the
1: one that comes to mind is the Father Abraham at yep, Many Sons. That's the one I was thinking of. Many Sons at Father Abraham.
0: The one with the arm movements and everything. Right. Yeah. That's right. Never did understand those movements. Yeah.
1: I don't either. I remember doing them a lot. I don't know what they mean. Uh, so uh, there are a couple of the tribes that we don't see yet. One is Benjamin. Um, he's not on the scene yet, he'll come in few years down the road. And with Joseph, and we'll get into his story, he'll have a couple episodes here coming up. And they're but fun ones. They are. They're going to be really fun. Um his two kids, Ephraim and Manasseh, are the two namesakes to get their own tribes. So there's not a tribe of Joseph. There's Ephraim and Manasseh. So when you're looking at the tribes of Israel, Those names are are the ones you're going to see in there. But again, when you look at the history of Israel and the prophecies and all that stuff, a lot of it comes back to, it talks about coming from the tribe of this to the tribe of that guy. And this is where all that starts is right here with all of these, all these kiddos being born, which it's really cool to think about. You know, we're talking about this messed up situation with Jacob and Laban and him having all these different wives and how that's not the way it's supposed to be and all that. Yet God uses it anyway. It's really cool to see that. See how all that works out.
0: Yeah, and we talk about that a lot, how our struggles, God, God uses every bit of them and them to put us exactly where we need to be. That's right. Without, without this confusion with Rachel and, and her sister, there wouldn't have been the 12 tribes of Israel, or at least right. not the way that we know of it now. Right. So uh, God is constantly at work, no matter what we're doing, that's screwed up. that's right (laughs) because we do a lot that's screwed up
1: (laughs) and he can still work it all together for our good yeah Um, and he does he does every time I think
0: unless we're you know I mean I I don't want to say that if we're going to go out and get drunk and kill somebody that that he's going to work that out for our good Mm -hmm. but you know there are some I know there are some lines that he's going to draw but if we're trying to follow him he can certainly Mm -hmm. use all the bad that we go through Mm -hmm. for our good and ultimately for his good.
1: Right. And and even the very worst things we go through, um and deal with if we're if we're willing and able to give that over, he'll he'll use it. You know, so mm-hmm. even a situation like that, um, drunk driving kind of situation, you know, if if we say, God, I know I screwed up and, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm putting that in my past, I'm done with that he'll use that to help you connect to somebody mm-hmm. else. You know, he he can. Um and so um I, I so i completely agree with you but but god can use even our wor- very worst stuff to help us agree advance his kingdom agreed yeah
0: not only do we every week point to what's going on in the rest of the world mm-hmm. um which this is huge i mean we're the world is definitely branching out now a lot right. more um, at this point um but we also want to know how does it point to jesus how does everything that we just talked about point to Jesus, and and because that's the main point mm-hmm. of why we do this, right? Jesus is the reason for everything. So, uh, aside from the genealogy of Jesus, how does this <laughs> point to Jesus? <laughs> so, we, we when we met Jacob last week, he wasn't
1: exactly Mister Righteous, right? He he tricked his brother out of his birthright, out of his blessing. Um, but what we saw this week was a complete turnaround. That God used him anyway, um, because. When Isaac told told him to go, um, he went. And when he got there, he did what he was supposed to do. And God let him uh, God let him to that. Um, God led him to the blessing that Isaac had given him. Right? Isaac told him to go to Haran, and he went. He did all the right things. And what we see in Jacob's lifestyle change is that um, when he was repentant, when he when he was out of the trickster ways, when he was just trying to do what God called him to do that god bless him through that and so what we see how we see this point to jesus here is that um that jesus gives it gives us the same opportunity that that we're going to mess up we're going to make mistakes but that's okay that doesn't mean that we can't be used to what we we're talking about earlier jesus can and will use those mistakes and he doesn't call us because we're righteous he doesn't call us because we've got um everything together but rather because we realize we can't, and we know that we need him. And Luke five thirty one and thirty two is one of my favorite verses uh, that talks about that. And Jesus told him, "It is not those who are healthy who need a doctor, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance." And so, I give that as an encouragement today. If if you are struggling, if you if you're in a spot where you know you messed up, because we all have, right? All, all of us have. Bill and I um, talk about that uh, all the time, that um, no, nobody's perfect. That's not the expectation. But we also know that we need a Savior. We need, we need help to get into heaven. And so um, Jesus didn't come to call people who were already doing everything right, even though those people don't exist. Um, he came to people who realized, hey, I'm broken, and I need help. I need someone who can help me get to heaven, somebody who can save me from this junk that I'm stuck in. And that's what this is all about. And we see that with Jacob, where God redeems him, despite his past. God redeems him when, when he chooses to follow God instead.
0: I like what you just said there. He he calls the ones who realize they need him. I like that you put it that way because we all we all need him. We all need saving from our sin, from ourselves, uh, from the world, mm-hmm. from everything around us. But we can't do it on our own. And pride gets in the way. I think a lot. Pride, arrogance stubbornness all those negative words um Mm -hmm. that just keep you from asking for help Mm -hmm. yeah and and that's the biggest thing we need help with is is saving ourselves because we can't do it
1: yeah and and for you know the person out there who's thinking well i've lived a pretty good life i want to encourage you for the person that's there that's saying yeah i haven't really done anything wrong i've kept the 10 commandments i've haven't killed anybody right all those kind of things one i want to encourage you from from a spot of love that that you're not perfect um and but that's okay that's not the expectation um and and to encourage you to come to jesus and live in that freedom live in the the life that is that where perfection isn't the expectation because we can't do it um but rather that we've got his grace and that's what saves us is is us putting our faith in him instead so it's I'm not going to say it's an easier life that way, um, because uh, because following Jesus isn't necessarily a um, the easier path, right? It's the it's the narrow road, but um, but it is definitely the better path. And if you're trying to earn your way into heaven, you're not going to make it. <laughs> and so, if you have any questions about that, shoot us to know info at SimplifyJesus.com. dot com. We'd love to talk to you more about it.
0: And I'm going to add for the church as well. You know, it's not. It's not about getting all dressed up to go to church, and you know I know they. The common phrase is get getting your Sunday best and, yeah. and and go to church, and you don't have to get all pretty and and smelling good and all that good stuff. You know, yeah. you just show up, show up as you are, and uh, if we say this a lot, if a church expects you to be all prettied up and acting right, then you're at the wrong church. <laughs> it's not it's not the place for perfection. It's the you know it's the like that verse says, um, you know, a hospital is, is, for those that are sick, uh, the the church is the hospital for sinners. That's right. And Jesus is the physician. That's it. That's so, what it's all about. So next week, we're going to come back to Jacob and Esau, see how they're doing uh, as they meet up with each other. We're going to see how Jacob gets a new name and tie everything together with the, with the land of Israel. Mm-hmm. So y'all be sure to come back for that and, and uh, see how that comes together. So if y'all want to follow along and kind of see where we're going to go with this on your own, go read Genesis 32 and 33 and see if you can figure out where we're going to go with it, what we're <laughs> going to do with it. We don't know. We'll, we're just going to have fun with it. That's right. So yeah, y'all uh, y'all be sure to check that out.
1: Absolutely. And uh, also be sure to check us out on all of our social media pages we're on facebook uh twitter linkedin instagram we got a pinterest page if it's social media you can probably find us there got a youtube page with some stuff on it um some stuff going there as well so be sure to check us out you can find all of that at simplify jesus or if you have any trouble with that head to our website at www.simplifiedjesus.com. You can find the links to everything there. You can find all of our podcasts and, uh, and all of that kind of good stuff. If you got any questions or, or comments, concerns, any of that kind of stuff, shoot us a note at info at We'd love to hear from you. Good, bad, whatever kind of feedback you got, hit us up.
0: And, uh, we would, we, we would love to hear from you. Y'all be sure to give us a thumbs up, give us a like on those pages, mm-hmm. uh, follow us and, uh, Yeah, like Matt said, let us know what you think. Y'all have a great week, and we'll see you next time. We'll see you around.